We are so dang busy. Everybody is so busy and we are overscheduled. We are prioritizing our work. We've been programmed to. But today, I want to give you the permission to do something for yourself. So right now, I want you to answer this question. Welcome to You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. You are ambitious in life and in your career, but something is missing. You want to bring more of your passion to what you do, because let's be honest, you pour a ton into your work and it needs to mean more. I'm your host, Laura Eigel. I'm a mom, wife, PhD, coach, advocate, introvert, and indoor rowing fanatic. I'm passionate about living a life that's in line with my values. We'll give you the actionable tips and tools you need to lead with your values, make a difference, and have career success. The world needs more diversity and authenticity in the top jobs at organizations. Your leadership belongs there. You belong in the C-suite. What gets you up in the morning? What drives your decisions? What do you stand for? No idea? Not even sure where to start? I use my values to guide my life and career. It's the basis of how I've built boundaries for myself and stuck to them. Are you ready to dig into what matters to you? Go to thecatchgroup.com to download your free values worksheet. That's thecatchgroup.com to download your free values worksheet to get to your core values and take action on what matters most. Welcome to this week's episode of the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. This week, I'm talking about a trend that I've seen in the leaders that I coach over the past few months. This is a common trend, but for some reason in the past few months, it seems to be even more so, maybe more extreme. The trend being overscheduled. Work is taking a priority over everything else. I get it. There are reasons for this. There are seasons of this. Maybe it is the close of your fiscal year, or you are ramping up for your strategic planning or annual operating plan or budgeting season. But over the last few weeks and months, it has felt more extreme for some reason. Here's what I hear and see from my clients how I know this is a trend. And so if you are one of my clients and you are feeling called out, I swear I am not throwing you under the bus. I promise. I love you. And I want you to have the tools to get through it, but here's what it looks like. Five minutes before a meeting, I get a quick one line email saying that they need to reschedule. Something has come up last minute, Or the email might say, I'll be there soon, jumping off from one call to another, and I haven't had a chance to grab lunch. Or the email might say, I completely messed up my calendar and I double booked our time. Can we reschedule? And when I get notes like that, of course, I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to meet you where you are. If that helps you get something else done, I totally get it. But on the other end of the spectrum, I also hear, You know, I am so thankful that I'm meeting with you today because I needed a breather. Things have been so hectic or our meeting is perfectly timed because I have something that I want to run by you or, 
OMG, I did not realize how much I needed this time to take a step back and reflect. I always leave our time together energized. And that's the difference between prioritizing that time with their coach versus having to reschedule to put out a fire. So I've been hearing kind of both sides of the spectrum, but through it all, the theme is we are so dang busy. Everybody is so busy and we are overscheduled. Let me rephrase that. We are prioritizing our work. We've been programmed to. That is the norm, especially in America. We are extending our days longer. You may be doing this because you're working multiple jobs or your company may have had layoffs. So you're covering some of that work, or maybe you got promoted and you're doing the job of your new job and then also doing your old job because you haven't had time to backfill yourself. But today I want to give you the permission to do something for yourself. So right now I want you to answer this question. What do I need more of right now? What do you need more of right now? I could have asked you, what do you need less of? But I didn't ask you that on purpose. I think that reframe is very important. That reframe of abundance. You are giving yourself something. I'm asking you what you can do for you to take care of yourself. What do you need more of? Something that you can control, that you can actually take action on. So I know it it might feel like a big question, but what do you need more of right now? Do you need more time? Do you need more sleep? Do you need more peace? Do you need more help, more support? Do you need your workout? A walk outside. There is always going to be more things to do than time to do it. The bigger your role, the higher the leadership position, you'll have more things coming at you. And it sounds counterintuitive, but I'm going to ask you to work less. I am going to ask you to prioritize something that you need right now. I know right now feels frenetic. Like your only choice is to be reactive. You have so much on your plate and you don't want to let anyone down. You need to be approachable. You need to be accessible, all the things, but I'm giving you permission to do the thing that you need for yourself. I really want to give you that permission, but more importantly, I want you to give yourself that permission. But if you aren't at that place yet, then you can just say, Laura said I need to. So I'm urging you to. So I know that the days that I start out my mornings based on my agenda, my morning routine are the days that I'm more focused because I've had that morning walk because I've had a few moments of connection with the kids because I've been outside and I've seen the sky because I've listened to my true crime podcast while I'm walking because I've set my day up how I want. I can then dig in and be more focused for all the things that I need to do that day. And it started with me giving myself priority, not checking email right away and getting my walking shoes on and getting outside for 30 minutes. And no, I'm not going to tell you that I wake up at 5 a.m. to do this. I just do it first thing. I will actually sleep until the last possible second. You can ask my husband or my kids. I'm definitely not the first one up. 
But what I am is consistent. I'm consistent with my morning walks because for me, that's the thing I need. So what is one small step that you can take today that will give you more of what you need? I want to give you a few ways to figure this out in a plan to actually put it in place. And you know me, you know what I'm about to say. This is about building and keeping a boundary. So let's listen to a clip from episode 73, the value of prioritizing yourself on how to understand what it is you need right now. And there's a theme that has come up in these conversations and in the conversations with my coaching clients. As leaders, they are identifying their core values and more and more of them are realizing that they need to add a value that prioritizes themselves. Sometimes this shows up as a value of self-care or balance or sustainability, or maybe being centered. But these are the kinds of things that are now showing up on their list. But unsurprisingly, these values are often accompanied by feelings of misalignment, unhappiness, even anxiety. See, these are areas in their lives that are important because they're a core value, but they aren't getting prioritized within the busy schedules of these executives and leaders. So do you know your core values? If you haven't, I really think that you should check in with them. Have they changed? Have they evolved? I like to look at my core values every 90 days or so. So I invite you to do that. Go on the catchgroup.com and grab your values worksheet to identify your values and then do an inventory. And I want you to look for ways that you're prioritizing yourself. How is that showing up in your values and why or why not? Do you have a core value that prioritizes you? If not, I'm going to tell you to add one to your core values list right now. And that's where I want you to start. That's the thing I want you to get a little closer to today. Next, I want to give you a refresher on how to build a boundary aligned to your values. Let's listen to episode 92, Build a Boundary with Me. And I want to remind you of the values first framework and the values first framework is highlighted in my book called values first. The V stands for values first. That's where you identify your core values and what matters most. The A stands for audit time where you intentionally understand where you are living and where you are not living your values. What's the gap? The L stands for life boundaries a space to build boundaries that nurture your values. And today we're going to spend some time here talking about the three-step process for building and keeping boundaries. Next in the values first framework is you. The you is for uplifting others. In that section, you model your values to uplift others. And E stands for experiencing conflict, which is all about understanding what tools to use when, not if you're experiencing conflict, because you will. So what comes up when you're building new boundaries? Conflict, potentially. So lots of feelings of conflict when trying new behaviors. 
And then lastly, the last part of the values first framework is sustaining values. So building the skills to sustain your values over the long haul. So today we're going to talk a little bit more about the L in values first framework, which is life boundaries. So I have taught several workshops with leaders on this topic of building boundaries from college students to experienced C-suite executives and really everyone in between kind of in lots of different life stages and career stages. And no matter who you are, I want to tell you this, you need boundaries. Boundaries are for everyone. I'm going to say it one more time. Boundaries are for everyone. They aren't just for people who already have their careers established. They aren't just for people that are executive. They aren't just for, you know, certain levels of your career. But I will tell you the earlier that you start, the easier it will be to establish a routine and expectation of boundaries in your life. So you can create boundaries if you work in an achievement-driven or competitive company. You can have boundaries if you're a single or if you have a family. You can have boundaries if you have a supportive boss or a jerk for a boss. You can have boundaries if you support a leader in a big leadership position. If you have a team, if you don't have a team, if you're in the workforce, or if you're out of the workforce, if you're a student or a leader of a team, or even if you work at the very top leadership position in the company, you can have boundaries. Many women that I coach are in executive roles or have job aspirations of that and think that they have to make huge trade-offs for those top leadership positions. They think that they have to sell their soul for that big job, but no matter how big of the job, I still think that you can have boundaries. It's an exercise in setting priorities based on your values. So you can have a big job, a big impact, and also big boundaries, but you have to build the boundaries. You have to set the priorities and you have to do it consistently. So when I do these workshops to teach leaders how to build boundaries at work, often I ask them, what is a boundary? Describe it to me. And oftentimes they say things like it's a wall or it's a barrier or it's a a gate around something, a protection against something. So in 2021, I was a contributing writer to an article in the annual self-care issue of Solacy, a digital magazine. And I wrote the article on this topic, how to build boundaries tied to your values And the way it worked out was I submitted the article and then they built this really beautiful imagery around it within the magazine layout. And when I got it, it inspired me to describe values and boundaries in a different way. And we'll try and link this in the show notes so you can see it for yourself. Um, The magazine in general is just visually stunning. It's a great publication. But the editor titled the article, Find Your Values and Wrap Them Up in Boundaries. I'll describe the imagery here for you. It was a heart in the center with hands wrapped around the heart. So to me, the values are at the center. Those are, that's the heart that's at your core and your hands wrapping around those boundaries, holding them, those form your boundaries. So boundaries are that extra layer of protection of protecting what matters most, not in a barrier, but in an act of extra priority of extra care. Like you're holding them close. Like they're, they're important. They're special. So your boundaries are for you, right? Those are your values. They're not for other people. They're for you. They are there for you to help you prioritize those values. 
So what is one small step that you can take today to give yourself more of what you need? What can you do to care for yourself, to care for your values? That's the action I want you to take. Answer that question and prioritize that. Take one small step. Now, you know, I'm going to give you the support. I'm here rooting you on, cheering for you. There's even more great content in my book, Values First, to help support you. If you're a visual learner or an auditory learner like me, you can also sign up for my on-demand course, Build a Boundary with Me. That's available on demand, ready for you to access. Obviously, you are busy. We know this. That's what we're talking about today. So I've made it easy for you. Grab the on-demand video course that you can watch or listen to at your convenience. You can do that at thecatchgroup.com slash boundary workshop. That's thecatchgroup.com slash boundary workshop to get instant access to the workshop that has helped countless leaders not only identify their boundaries, but the secret to actually prioritizing them and keeping them. It's a 45 minute video that you'll get instant access to. You'll get worksheets and some bonus material as well. In addition, we're going to invite you to a live group coaching session to take action at the end of the month. You can use that time as a way to connect with me, give you support and celebrate your success. I'm here for you. I'm here to tell you that you can prioritize what matters most to you. I'm giving you permission to do it. Take that next action and answer that question. What do you need most today? Remember, your leadership belongs here. You belong in the C-suite. I want to thank you so much for listening to the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. If you are enjoying this content, please remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. By leaving a review, you are helping others find this content. We will be featuring five-star reviews on air in upcoming episodes. Editing and support for the podcast is done by S&E Podcast Management. To get more tips and tools to help you live a life guided by your values, go to thecatchgroup.com. Keep your boundaries and take care.